hello and welcome to uh, Dumber Every Day. We're going to call this episode two again because I had, uh, it didn't take long. I had, I recorded one last night and I just, uh, you know, I wasn't very happy with it. It was not a very good yarn story. Uh, I kind of just um, didn't do a very good job, honestly. So listening back to it, I was like, there is no way I can post this. So... Um, it's probably one we'll come back to at some point. It was about, uh, how I ended up in church and blah, blah, blah. So we will more than likely return to that. But I thought if I can get myself kind of situated here correctly, which you think I would do before I start recording, but, uh, why do things the easy way? Um, I thought maybe we could, uh, oh, no, I'm a dirty fucking mouth breather tonight. Sorry, I'm stuffed up. So, uh, if you hear me sniffling and huffing and puffing out of the old mouth hole, that's why. Um, yeah, I had, uh, just a couple more thoughts on kind of relationships and dating and just after I recorded that first one, I kind of started thinking uh, a little more about it and just, I took some notes down today and this one will be a little more like the first one kind of Freeform, rambling, whatever's on my mind. So, um, just looking at my notes here, like, and this, <clears throat> oh, that was disgusting. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, let's kind of dig into what I got here. Sorry for the disjointed blah, blah, blah. I'm tired. It was a long day. Um, this is something that I've kind of been working with the therapist for a couple of weeks now. And it's, um, something she's always kind of encouraging me to get after a little bit more than I do. And that's, um, setting boundaries just because I'm, I'm not very good at it, uh, currently. And this kind of, what made this pop into my head is, um, the, the girl I'm talking to right now, um, and I guess she needs a name too. Good grief! I'm going to run out of months before I uh, <laughs> before I know it. Um, but for whatever reason, we'll just call her uh, May. So just if you're having trouble keeping things straight at home, uh, January was the girl I dated for nine years. April was the girl I dated after her, and May is the girl I'm currently. Uh, I don't know what it is. We haven't put a label on it. It's kind of a something, something, something unofficial. So. Uh, what made this kind of pop into my head is that uh, twice now we've had plans and she's canceled on me and it's it's kind of one of those things that it's like, okay, like I understand like life happens and, you know, shit comes up. I understand. I, I've had it happen to me too. And the first time was, was understandable. Like she was sick and I have no reason to think she was lying to me. But the second time I kind of had to take the initiative and say, okay, well, you know what? It doesn't sound like dinner's happening. So I canceled the reservation and you just deal with what you have going on. But at the same time, like, am I wasting my time here? Because if you're not into it, like, I'm not going to keep putting the effort in and sorry if that upsets you, but 
And that's kind of a big deal for me because normally I would just, I would let that just keep happening and I would let myself uh, kind of get walked all over. Um, so it was kind of a new experience to say, hey, like I understand it was one of those days, but you didn't bring up that you didn't want to go for dinner anymore. You like, you didn't tell me I had to drag it out of you and then I had to cancel. So like, don't waste my time here. If you're not into it, um, just tell me because you're already hard enough to kind of get together with. So, um, so yeah, I don't know how, and then it's a question of like, well, how much, how many times of this shit is too much? Like if you cancel me one more time, like, I understand life happens, but clearly like our schedules aren't going to line up if, if that's how it's going to be. So maybe we just go our separate ways and, you know, best of luck to you, but I guess we'll see. But, um, it's definitely kind of something I need to work on because especially after April, like I really, really let her just kind of walk all over me and treat me really poorly and ended up just feeling so alone and feeling so bad about myself for like a month because she was, um, and I've already like, here we go. I, I had said I wasn't going to say anything negative about January, April, and here I am, but it was like, just for some contextual back, backstory, like, like I really felt like she kind of just strung me along and was keeping me on the hook almost for like four weeks. And I, I had said to the Frenchman, like, you know, it's really weird because we've only been together for like a month and a half, two months, but like, like nobody has hurt me as badly as, as April did. And then talking to the therapist about it, it was kind of like, I think the reason April was able to hurt me so badly is because like January hurt me a little bit at a time over nine and a half years and April hurt me all at once, um, like all at once, basically it kind of, it, to me, it felt like it came out of nowhere and there was no explanation and I really kind of felt like she had maybe lied to me a little bit about what she was looking for. And then, uh, when she ended it, it kind of, all the blame kind of got placed on me, which I, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of because like, obviously I played my part in that relationship ending, but like, I also don't feel that it was all fully completely my fault. So like, I don't know. Um, that one, that one's a weird one. Like there was, there wasn't, and there won't be really any closure from that relationship because I, I don't really have a desire to talk to her. And I've talked to the therapist about it and she's asked me like, what would you do if like April reached out to you? And I just had kind of said like, you know, I don't even know if I'd be open to it because like, how could I ever trust her again after the way she treated me and, um, kind of the way it went, like, 
it's really not someone I'm interested in being with if it was this easy to kind of throw me aside and it was so easy to say, you know, I love you. And then like a few days later, you're treating me like the, the way she did. So, um, yeah, it's dating's weird, man. It, it really is. A, it's a fucking weird scene. And I guess that was kind of my, it wasn't my first like f- foray into dating. There, I had gone on a couple dates before April, but like April was the first like real um, serious relationship where we were like going steady um, since January. So it was kind of a learning lesson for me to be like, okay, well, things are different here. Things are different now from the last time, like 10 years ago when you were single, buddy. Like it's it's a whole different scene and you have to manage your expectations a little better and you have to be better at communicating your your wants and your needs to the any any prospective partner here that you're coming across like I very I thought I was pretty clear with April and and, and very obviously I wasn't because there was a communication breakdown somewhere and that led to me kind of overreacting a lot and her withdrawing because of my overreaction and me overreacting more because she was withdrawing and then I would overreact more because she was like it was a it was a self-eating snake basically so uh, it's not a really a mystery why it ended she I was just too much for her and she had a lot of stuff going on that and then I was the thing that had to go honestly so it's really too bad and it is what it is, but um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I, I, like I didn't set firm boundaries, obviously, and I was more than happy to kind of let her treat me like that um, because it meant that she was still there. She was still my partner, and like that's not okay, obviously. Like I don't deserve to be treated like that. Like nobody does. So um, moving forward, like obviously I need to express a little a little more clearly like I understand like life happens and everybody's got stuff going on and we all have jobs and hobbies and life and but there is a point where it goes from I understand to I feel like you're taking advantage of me and I feel like you're mistreating me I feel like you're disrespecting me like and that's not okay. And I'm not willing to be treated like that because I spent a long time feeling like I was being mistreated with January um, and that I was kind of just, uh, I don't know, there's a whole, there's a lot to get into there. But the point is like, um, oh my gosh, I just am not, nobody's home tonight. <laughs> Um, it's kind of, I have this in my notes here. Like at what point is the juice worth the squeeze with a potential partner? Like how much are you willing to put up with? How much do you, how much are they worth to, to, how much are you willing to overlook based on how strongly you feel about them? Like everybody's got negative stuff about them. I know I do. I, I, 
not so much anymore, but I used to be very quick tempered and I hold a grudge and I'm kind of excitable and ADHD able and like, what if we kiss at autism peakable? So it's one of those things where it's like, I know my red flags and my weaknesses, like I'm an old man. Um, but hopefully a partner would be willing to either understand, overlook, or work with me on some of that stuff. Like everybody's got a little bit of a temper and, and thank you, my father for mine. But, um, I don't know, this whole thing with May just has me wondering, like, how much am I willing to put up with, with a new partner? Like, is it really fair to me to constantly, like, be getting excited, like, hey, we're finally, we finally get to go out, and I'm really looking forward to seeing you, and, like, I don't want to be too eager here, and then, oh, you canceled me again, so as much as I wish, like, hey, I wish we could make this work, like, very clearly, I, it doesn't seem to be headed that way, so, I don't know, I guess I will report back here in an episode or two and kind of see how that went, because it, the, the third chance is coming up, and I think I'll have a, I need to have some kind of rule for this, because, like, I do have a rule, um, dating, after the, I had a few bad experiences when I first started out that like, hey, the first date needs to be coffee, it needs to be dinner, it needs to be lunch, like I'm not coming to your house, you're not coming to my house, like I'm not getting trapped at somebody's house again. Um, let's meet in public and see if we vibe and see if um, like we get along um, before we're moving on to that stage, right? Like... So that's kind of what I'm trying to do with May here is like, I just want to take you out to dinner. So can you work with me on this? Or is it just that our schedules are incompatible? Because I'm not looking for a pen pal here where we're just texting all the time. And that, like, obviously that part, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> obviously, like, a big part of what I'm looking for in a partner is somebody who is a good texter and is willing to text with me throughout the day, time permitting. But at the same time, like I value that in-person connection where we're spending time together and getting to know each other that way. Like, so I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. It's kind of a very choose your own adventure thing right now where we're just kind of learning as we go and, um, we're learning the hard way a lot of the time and it's really painful sometimes to uh to deal with some of this stuff because I feel like 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 I don't deserve to be treated like this and by some of these girls and I don't understand why like you would match with somebody or go on a date with somebody or any of this stuff and then like treat them poorly like but I guess it really seems like like honesty and integrity is kind of a forgotten trait nowadays, and it's harder. And I hear that actually from from some of the girls I've matched with, where they're like, "You are weird because of the way you talk to me, and that you don't really 
uh, kind of expect anything beyond what you say, <clears throat> not to toot my own horn here because I am a pervy piece of shit sometimes, but the more I hear about like guys in their twenties and how they're dating, I'm just like, huh, no, like no wonder old fucks like me seem like a breath of fresh air to some of these girls because we're just old and we're tired and we don't have time for uh, games anymore. And like, I know what I want and I know what I'm looking for. And if you're not willing to meet me halfway or like, we're not on the same page about some things like, well, fuck, sorry, it's probably just not going to work out. Like I'm too old for this shit. Um, like one of my young bucks at, uh, work the other week was telling me like that I needed to, he asked me like, how fast do you reply when May texts you? And I said, as soon as I can. Um, why, like why? And he's saying before he had met his partner, he would, when he was on the dating apps, like he would wait. So he didn't seem too eager and, um, like all these kind of like mind games. And I was like, bro, like, why would you want to do that? Because like, I want to get to know her. That was, that's why I swiped on her. And that's why I'm talking to her is because she's somebody I'm interested in. So why would I want to play games where it's like, like, I want you to know that I'm eager and I want you to know that I'm into you. So I'm not interested in, fucking around like and I'm old-fashioned too like on these dating apps because like I said the in the first episode like it's and everybody knows this it's harder for guys to get matches on there so if I match with somebody and we're talking and things are going well then more than likely like you're going to be the only one I'm talking to like now that I'm talking now that things have kind of <clears throat> gone off with May like I have all my dating apps on pause and I don't, I haven't gone on them since things kind of picked up with her and you know, if dinner, if it goes well and we end up <clears throat> um, dating, then I'm going to delete them all again. Like I did when I was with April. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a fossil, I guess in a land of, of tadpoles it really feels like sometimes and some of the stories I hear so I don't know this all kind of boils back to to um like <clears throat> finding um worth in yourself versus finding worth in others and like obviously it's a self-esteem hit when this kind of shit doesn't work out. Like it kind of, it obviously sent me for a loop when things with uh, April ended, but um, I was, I guess it's a, it's a good thing in that um, I was kind of, I was very clearly able to see it coming. Like she telegraphed very clearly where we were headed and I kind of just let it go on for too long and that's my fault. But, um, yeah. Uh, this seemed a lot more interesting in my head, honestly, when I was writing it out this morning, but, um, so just kind of a filler episode already on episode two, but it's, I'm in a weird spot right now too, right? Like, um, 
because I'm working with the therapist to work on my self-esteem and find some self-confidence and feel good about myself. But at the same time, I'm trying to date and project these qualities that I know I don't fully have yet. And like I'm a work in progress like everybody, but I also need that companionship. And that's probably something the therapist and I should work on. But um, for now, like I enjoy... I'm I'm enjoying, for the most part, dating. Like, what did I, I said to somebody, I think it was my dad the other day, I was like, Tinder and Bumble are, like, my favorite games to play on my phone because that's kind of what they feel like sometimes. Like, it's it's easy to forget that, like, these are real people that you're, um, it's kind of like, like this, I might be dating myself, but it's kind of like hot or not back in the day, like, um, <clears throat> geez, I'm on one tonight, apparently. Um, yeah, and that's kind of dating myself, but like it's easy to l- look at these profiles and say, you, yes, no, yes, and kind of forget that, like, hey, this is like a real person, and like maybe we should be a little kinder to each other, and I'm just as guilty of it as as anyone and I find that um I I was talking to the Frenchman about this like being on these apps has kind of made me a little bit arrogant because I I obviously was paying for the premium and stuff so I can see who's liking me and like some of these girls that would like me I'm like in what the first thought that came into my head and I'm not proud of this is like in what world do you think that I would be attracted to someone like you? And like, that's a horrible thing to think because I've definitely swiped out of my league and I feel like I've, I reached out of my league with, uh, April and May. Both of them are, I feel I'm, I'm definitely the reacher. It kind of feels like, but, um, like it kind of does something to you. I feel like being on these apps, like it, it really desensitizes you and makes you see people the wrong way. And even talking to the Riz Lord, I was like, like, do you read their bios? He's like, fuck no. I go off of looks alone. And I was like, this, this is how you end up going to meet a girl, not knowing she has a kid because you didn't read her fucking bio. And it said very clearly in there, like single mom. So that's on you buddy but like I feel like I have to read the bios because I'm like I don't want to swipe just based on like physical appearance and then we match and then I go read and it's like oh I'm an I'm a big outdoors person I'm a hiker I'm a hunter I'm a this I'm a that like like more power to you and stuff but like that's not me that's not my life so obviously we're not going to mesh very well um And again, that really limits me because I see plenty of women that I'm like, you are very attractive. And, and then I'll go read the bio and it's a single mom of two kids, or I'm a big hiker, I run marathons or this or that or the other, I'm a big sports person. And I'm like, okay, well, you can be as hot as you are till the fucking cows come home. But at the end of the day, like it, our lifestyles aren't going to match. And then it becomes a game of who's willing to compromise the most and who's gonna carry the resentment moving forward that they had to compromise the most so it's it's I don't know what the point is here it's just it seems like it's really easy to forget like hey these are real people 
and maybe we should have a little more kindness towards each other and maybe I shouldn't drink gin when I do the podcast because it makes me uh, apparently a little whimsical and thoughtful. So, And then there's the, the other side of like, <clears throat> well, I'm doing the podcast and I'm talking about this stuff, but at the same time, like, I would be horrified if May heard any of this stuff because it really, it doesn't paint me in a bad light, but it's kind of like, this is stuff that, especially about the, the exes like January and April, that I'm like, this is stuff that should come out organically. You shouldn't get this all like info dumped on you right at the beginning out of nowhere. So like she knows I do this because I'm, this is my ADHD hyperfixation right now, but she knows I do this podcast because I post about it on Snapchat and she's asked me about it, but, <clears throat> um, I don't know. I, I guess it's just a short one tonight. Just, uh, I'm kind of all over the place and I didn't really plan this as well as I'd hoped. Um, but I will put a little more thought into the next episode. So it's kind of not such a blah, 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 nothing burger here. And just know, I guess that there's one in the bag that I just never, I couldn't find an outro for because it was just so depressing by the time I got to the end. Um, and it's a real bummer because it was like 46 minutes long. It was good. I, I li- I've I, listened to it a few times today and it's just kind of, it's not polished enough, I feel like, even though it would have been episode two and like obviously this one's a rambling fucking bucket of shit, but um, it wasn't, the story wasn't told right. And then when I got to the end, like I couldn't think of an ending and it was so depressing, so... That one will kind of just sit in the vault, I guess, for a little bit. And this one, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to name it because there was no fucking around on this one. Um, But I think that'll do it for me. So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Sorry this one was kind of a nothing burger. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.